Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going well. It's been a while since I've seen you. It has been ages. I know. Ah, too long. Julia helped out, like, and I've got to admit, I did bring in some some cool and interesting <laughs> books for her. I'm so jealous. Uh, but I've also, I've saved some good ones for you. Oh, you better have. What are we talking can, about? Well, actually, can I tell you a secret? Oh, can I yeah. tell you a secret? This is just between us. There is so much great writing out there. I couldn't fail but to bring in great books for both of you. Oh, well, mm. we'll keep that between us. Yeah. And in fact, actually, while I've been, while you were away, I've actually been reading so many powerful new Australian stories that we might actually have to add a couple of weeks to the year just to get through them all. (laughs) It's not enough time. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like just an extra holiday after Christmas. I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. But today, so today I have this, uh, it's a short story collection. It's from a Victorian writer uh, and uh, her name is Alice Bishop and her debut collection is called A Constant Hum. Uh, And across nearly 50 stories, Alice explores responses from communities and individuals in times of bushfire. Oh, wow. Mm. So this collection is in many ways a response to the Black Saturday bushfires that devastated Victoria in February 2009. And in those fires, Bishop's family, they, um, they actually lost their home. Oh, and wow. the fires were, um, and I, I discovered this, they were reported to have sort of the heat of about two Hiroshima bombs. Oh! <gasps> Jeez. Yeah, and I mean, Australia is a country that experiences a lot of fire, and we've had some absolutely devastating fires, but these are considered some of the worst on record. And, um, well, look, let me tell you a little bit about A Constant Hum. So within the collection, uh, Bishop, she's not simply retelling or even giving you a linear account of the events of the fires. What uh, What's happening within the stories, Bishop is actually exploring the myriad lives that were impacted and trying to give the reader an opportunity to sit beside and perhaps feel, maybe understand some of the terrible and incredible events of those days. So we have the aftermath as it was seen and it was felt by those who escaped and by those who stayed. And the choices are never simple. And Bishop offers us as readers, people who are, we're never going to, or hopefully we'll never have to suffer mm-hmm. through this and have these incredible choices and terrible choices put to us, an insight into what, what has happened and how it changes a community. So within the stories, Bishop has crafted, they, they, they have this extraordinary range and voice. Did I already mention there's, there's nearly 50 stories in this collection? Wow. Yeah. So, so many different perspectives. Um, So imagine the choices and the sacrifices, the consequences and the regrets that such a tragedy entails. These are narratives that take in the ways individuals faced the fire. They're nuanced, they're varied, um, and with some amounting to only three or four sentences, but packing this incredible punch as Bishop leads us inexorably towards this emotional climax. And you can't fail but to feel emotional about so many of these stories. One story actually in, in particular that really got me it told of the decisions that had to be made around animals as the fire bore down. So this oh. is this was rural and semi-rural areas. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to tell people what happened. Um, and sometimes, you know, what's left to your imagination, to actually feeling, to, to moving into that place of empathy is the most powerful thing about the collection. And that, that is something about this collection, because while there are undoubtedly thousands of stories to be told about the experiences of bushfire, stories of horror and hope, Alice Bishop, she always seems to find this emotional balance between showing us and leaving parts of the story in the reader's mind. 
And that's quite a talent as well. That's quite a fine line to walk. Yeah, I, I think it's it's important the guidance that she gives us though, because it's it's something that I think there can be a failure of empathy when we we too quickly go to a space of oh well this this thing. How often has this happened to you? Or you may have probably done it yourself, where you go, well this thing happened to me, and somehow that's equatable to yeah. to a situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's it feels like one of those things where if you feel yourself about to do it, just stop. Just always stop. Mm. And and listen, listen to the person. Good advice. Mm. There is so much in this collection, and I guess one difficulty I have in discussing so many tales is how how do I give you an idea of what the narratives and the stories you can expect from such a large collection? I'm going to give it a try, though. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> Life teems through this book. Even in the aftermath of the fire, the sights and the sounds of life returning to the burned area are visceral. We come to feel the characters' trepidation and hope as they're challenged to learn afresh what their life might look like in this place that has recently been so dangerous. And there's there's also a skill in rendering this through through black and white, just black type on a white page. The sounds and sights of the this sort of life and new life in this devastated landscape. That is something you that just flows through all of the stories. Throughout the stories of uh, A Constant Hum, Bishop also grapples with the ways gender roles are seemingly reinforced and even strengthened during times of catastrophe. Think of the heroic firefighter versus the person staffing a refugee shelter. Many of us would have very specific ideas of what those people look like. Through her stories, though, Bishop shows us how these ideas are not only incorrect but can ultimately even be harmful. Um, and so we have a story, uh, one story explores a young woman's experience in the country fire service or one where a husband's desperate plea for his wife to give up the house and get in the car as the fire bears down. I feel like I'm glossing over so many moments and in individual worlds that Bishop gives us access to. There's, the, there's a beauty, uh, that is the beauty of a short story collection though. In the space of a book, we have so much variety. Yes, there is unity of theme and the stories are crafted to work together. They're also intensely personal and individual. So for mine, each reader is going to find their own way into a constant hum and through a story that maybe speaks to their own personal experience or helps them relate. But finding it in a collection, uh, each reader will hear how that story relates to this whole event that's happened. It sounds incredible and, I mean... I don't know how you would even begin to to understand the impact of an event like that if you haven't gone through it personally. So read a constant. It hum. sounds like a good place to start. It is. It is. It is such a beautiful collection. I I really recommend this one to people. I really I love short story collections. I maybe don't bring them often enough. Well, do we know what we're uh, taking a look at next week? Yes. So next week we are going to be discussing another debut. Uh, it is Elizabeth Breyer's From Here on Monsters. Ooh. And uh, look, if people are looking for a good read, they um. They could probably even check out the book club podcast. There's, I think, at least a year's worth of uh, of our episodes to catch up on. There is no excuse to not have a ridiculously long reading list. Exactly. Yeah. See you next week, Tess. Thanks, Andrew. You've been listening to the Two SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal Land of the Eora Nation at Two SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas, and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.